Hey, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi, welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Uh, today I'm really excited because we get a deep dive into the frequencies of sound, sound healing, and the fact that vibrations are healing. And, you know, there's so much that we can go into, and I'm not an expert on sound, I love it, but I decided that we should probably hear from somebody that has a, has a sound healing company, Star Guide Sound Healing. Uh, he's also an inventor. He's invented this amazing thing that I'm really excited about. I just got to see it a, a minute ago, but it's sound healing for pets. And, you know, he also does sound baths here that align with frequencies. So they're not your traditional sound baths that use the gongs and the singing bowls. But, you know, so today's guest, Chris, is here and, you know, let's tell them a little bit about yourself thank you for having me yes my name is Chris uh, Spoltor I do star god sound healing and it's basically my version of sound healing which I envision it a little differently than the traditional sound healing which is like with bowls and gongs and stuff which is cool but uh, I hear more and these kind of sounds when I'm working so I basically do everything with keyboards and synths so I do a lot of uh, different relaxation styles and things that are really geared to, towards really relaxing as much as possible. So that's kind of what I've been working on lately the last few years. And Okay, wait, well, but let's backtrack a little okay, bit okay. here. So uh, have you always been a musician? Like what got you into, you know, music with sound? Like where did this all start? Oh, right. So yeah, I played music all my life. So basically I've always done music and I played in bands and played guitar and I've grown up with music all around me. So. Uh, but the last few years, I really got into doing sound healing and interested in different frequencies and things like that and how different frequencies can affect your environment and how you feel. And that's kind of more been, been exciting to kind of dive deeper into because it's kind of like uh, with a radio. It's like if you're right on the radio station, you get the radio station. But if you turn the dial just a little bit, you get static. And I feel like it's the same way with frequencies. So okay. if you have a frequency and you're right on something, you can really feel something right in that spot but if you go off it a little bit you kind of lose the impact so I've been kind of so, tuning in <laughs> no did this start with like did you have an experience that kind of shook your world that made you dive into this somebody you know like you know how, I mean because you know I, I know lots of musicians but they they haven't really merged that gap even if they are doing that on a subconscious level right you know but you're really taking it to the next level and even inventing you know, products that are changing the frequency so that it can calm pets and everything along those lines, right? So, yeah, so I mean, that's a little bit more than... Well, it started originally when it got it with the frequencies when um, my band, we were working on an album and we were recording music and my co-bandmate kept saying, I hate how this sounds, I hate how it sounds. And we kept trying to change everything about the music to make it sound more... And I knew what she, what she wanted, but I, and I knew how she felt. I was like, yeah, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. The, everything sounded right about the music, but the feeling wasn't right about the music. We were playing everything correctly. We had all the right sound effects, the reverbs and the echoes, and everything was great. But the feeling wasn't right. And then eventually it clicked in my mind when I started looking into meditation and relaxation music about the same time that that kind of music is actually tuned differently than traditional Western pop music. I mean, if you buy a keyboard or you buy a, uh, you know, most stuff from the music store, 
just at a music like a local music store, everything's tuned to the standard, which is A440 hertz. So basically, that's how we were tuned. And that frequency has a very specific feeling to it when you tune your music to it. And the, the mood we were going for and that she was going for when we were recording was a little bit different and a little bit softer of a sound. And that's why it didn't quite add up. And it finally clicked in my mind that like, oh, if I change the overall pitch of the music, it'll change the feeling and that'll, that'll get what we're going for, basically. And so did you? Yeah, absolutely. But it was <laughs> it took a while before we could actually get to the point where we could do it because we'd already recorded a whole bunch of tracks. But yeah, we we changed the whole pitch of that album and basically we never tuned the same after that. So that was kind of wow. the beginning. That was around 2012, I guess. So yeah. And have you went down the rabbit hole of because I mean, music used to be tuned differently. Yeah, it's um been across the board all through time for sure. Like there's never really been an agreed upon pitch until maybe it was like 1940 or 50, I can't remember the exact date, but they standardized it for the West. So, but before that, you know, uh, keyboards and things like that, especially back in the times of classical, you'd have one keyboard that was just tuned for one key. So basically you'd have the, the G keyboard and the C sharp keyboard, because basically to tune it exactly right to where it sounds, where the intervals are perfect, you can't play every key perfectly on one tuned instrument. You have to kind of change it a little bit to make it right. So, because each key has a different feeling in each oh. tuning, and basically, and then all the other classical stuff, they had all different pitches throughout time. Where, you know, your keyboard's tuned to this frequency, and this one's tuned to this one. Some are higher, and some are lower. But, um, but yeah, and then more recently, even with modern music, uh, a lot of classical orchestras tune differently too. So they'll be a little higher, a little lower, depending on. Um, you know, I guess what the, uh, what's that guy? <laughs> the conductor oh, decides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of, like, variation. But the thing is, when you first get into playing music, like how I did anyway with, like, rock music or pop music, and you just get a guitar and you start going, like, nobody ever explains that to you, that you can change that pitch and change the actual feeling. And a lot of the old records back in the day, I learned the mastering guys, when they'd master the record at the end, they would like slow down the record or speed it up just a little bit to kind of put the music in a sweet spot. And um, that's essentially what we're doing when we're changing the pitch before we record the song or as we're tuning our instruments, is to put the sound in like a sweet spot that wasn't, you know, yeah. where it should be, I guess. It wasn't so, there before. So you go and you do this whole album and you get it to be the feeling that you want it. Yeah. What was the response, not only from yourself, but from others? Because if it was standardized for a certain way, and then now now you're doing it where you're kind of softening that up, you know, and changing that frequency, what did you notice was the response? Because I'm guessing that... Uh, well, the record itself did really well, and we got a lot of... Uh, I, it felt much better just to listen to on my own, just listening to the music, and everybody else that I played it for. You could tell it was different. And just the way that the sound resonates when you change the pitch to these different pitches, it... Um, the feeling is like, like the feeling we were going for was a more around, like a feeling that wraps around you, I guess is what I'm yeah. saying, as opposed to a feeling that comes straight at you. <laughs> and, so, and so you have that, and then where does that lead you into further going down the rabbit hole to using music for healing? Well, after I started doing the music uh, with the band and we started tuning the whole band to these frequencies, and so we were playing live that way, and that was kind of an experiment. Like, what's it sound like in a big hall to play these essentially sound healing frequencies, but in a rock, pop, and, you know, setting? And so that was really neat. And then it went further. Then I, I started thinking, like, I want to start making my own 
relaxation music of things because I, I hear all different relaxation music but it's maybe a little too this or a little too that so I, I wanted something that sounded that was sounded like just like floating like how you would sound if you were just floating on a cloud like timeless without pretty much the opposite of all western music where there's no beat per se there's no distinct melody per se but it's very like Mm. Uh, I'm floating on a cloud now. So that was the idea getting into that. So basically moving forward, I started just doing all these experiments with all these different pitches because not only can you tune to all these different sound healing frequencies, like, for example, the solfeggio frequencies are kind of popular. I like to work with those a lot. What are those? Uh, those were discovered, I think, right at the end of 98, 99 maybe. I'm not exactly sure. By a doctor and another guy and they found it these numbers that were encoded in the book of numbers in the Old Testament of the Bible so uh -huh. basically they figured out this like matrix of numbers and each one they realized where these fit into this matrix of perfect numbers that all resolve to three sixes or nines and Pythagorean number reduction which basically all these tones have these very like to put it in layman's terms, they sound really full sounding. Like it's like if you rang the most beautiful bell and you want ah, uh. uh, you know, the fullest sound. It's like those are the kind of like the notes that they identified off of these numbers. So you can tune your instruments to that way, and they have a very like healing and calming effect. Because essentially, everything in our universe, I guess, with the frequencies, generally has either like a creative element to it or it's destructive. So basically, either helps things grow or helps they tear do. them down, yep. positive or negative, the duality. Mm -hmm. So these are all very like uh, positive, life-enhancing, life-enriching kind of a sound, so as opposed to like, I guess the opposite of that to show a contrast would be like the sound of like a fire alarm, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Those kind of like direct sounds where it feels like it's like shaking your body, as opposed to completely relaxing you. So yeah, like the solfeggio frequencies, and I got into tuning. Um, you can tune to all the different stars in the sky. There's a guy named Hans Cousteau basically discovered what all the frequencies were of like the sun, the moon, and you know, all Jupiter, Venus. So you can actually tune your instrument to these frequencies. Wow. And they all have different properties too and different like feelings. So, so yeah, I started just kind of looking further and further into all these different frequencies and then I would tune my music to them or different types of music. I would try it on a guitar, I would try it with the keyboard, and I'd made all these recordings. So I just recorded like literally hundreds of things to just test it out. And then I started just releasing it because I figured people would want to hear it. And uh, yeah, now I have like hundreds of releases of all yeah, different stuff. Yeah, and you're one of the most like downloaded too, right? You know, there's, it, you know, your work is, is getting really known. Yeah, know? for like the newer artists, I guess, because like a lot of Especially, I fall under, like, I guess with the relaxation stuff, it comes under New Age. So, yeah. um, as far as, like, New Age, it seems like a lot of the New Age artists are all established. They've been doing it for, like, 30 years or whatever. It's, like, the same people doing it. So, there's not, there's newer people, but I don't yeah. hear a lot. I hear certain ones and stuff, but, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting in there, and the more you do. And so, I mean... Then take that with, you're releasing some of these, you're fascinated by the frequencies and the tunes, and then how did you realize that they actually had an effect on people and animals? So I got into the thing with people originally because I just wanted to make things that would help myself and my friends and, you know, just to fall asleep and to relax. Mm -hmm. But then further, I was, I had a cat named Mau Mau, uh -huh. and uh, when I'd leave the house during the day, I wanted to make something 
a recording so she could like relax to it, like a sound, that, so she'd feel like, to keep her company, basically. Mm -hmm. So I started researching. So cute. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't, you know, some people just leave the TV on and some people just leave the radio on. on and I wanted something a little more, I don't know, it, that was along in my specialty range. So I was like, I'll make something special for Mau Mau. So, but I had to look it up first because I didn't really know what pets responded to. So I kind of, you know, did some research and I was like, well, what, how do pets listen? Or pets, when I say pets, I mean cats and dogs, basically. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I started listening, checking it out and I realized there's these like certain elements that that make that cats and dogs really respond to and uh, it's essentially like these five things that I put together in this sound that I made for Mau Mau. <laughs> so, okay. So I made this sound and then I realized that like she loved it so I, I put the sound on and she would just like fall asleep or like lay next to the speaker and uh, I just thought it was funny so I would leave it on for her all the time but eventually I thought you know I wonder if like other cats and dogs would like it too you know I gotta try it and then um, so I got the idea and I, to take it the sound and put it into a little speaker that I could take around easy instead of trying to play my iPod at people's houses. Like I just have the speaker and I could set it on the table. You have one? Let I do. See. I got it right here. This is the prototype actually. This isn't the final version but this is the prototype. So it kind of looks like that. It's essentially just a speaker that I've pre-programmed with these sounds. A little paw print on it. So uh, yeah, cute. I put the paw print on it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mau Mau. It's the Mau Mau. And so basically, so I called it the pet relaxer. So so I started taking the pet relaxer around town to everybody and being like, hey, can I try the pet relaxer on your dog and cat and stuff? And so once I started doing it, I didn't realize how much it would affect the cats and dogs that I took it to. Like some of them would just, I'd put it on and I'd sit it on the ground and it would be like we're talking right now and you'd look over and the dog would be just like, you know, is it still alive? You know, like it yeah. was obviously, you know, it didn't, it's obviously, you know, it's just, but they just get so relaxed. It's like they naturally, these certain things, animals, they like, it triggers a natural relaxation response in them yeah. is the best way to say it. So they tune into it, they hear it, they pick up on it. Because I think animals definitely, they pick up on like the intention of things more, like people do too, but people are in their head and they're yeah. thinking and stuff. But animals are more pure in the sense of, in that sense where they just, you know, if they if something's very peaceful and relaxing, like they get it right away. They don't have to like, you know, decide if they like it or not. You know, yeah. they just, you know, they get comfortable. So, uh, so yeah, that's how it ended up with the pet relaxer. So, so this is a prototype that you have. Yeah. And what's your plans for it? Where do you see it? Where do you want to take it? So, I met with an old friend of mine that does, uh, that makes a lot of stuff, and he worked for Fender. Fender Instrument Company mm -hmm. and things like that. So he told me, he said, hey, you know, what you need to do is, he's like, this is great. You got to make a Kickstarter for it and get some awareness and see if you can get them made. And he actually creates all different products. So he is helping me. He's already made it. We have an industrial design that we made. So basically, we have a pet proof version of this. So like if a dog tried to bite it or something, it'll come right out of their mouth and stuff like that. And it's easy to use. So we have it all ready to go. We're just raising the funds right now to get them made. So. And what are you looking to raise? Uh, as much money as possible, ideally. But um, well, what did you put down to your Kickstarter? What's your goal? Uh, the initial goal is 11 grand right now, just okay. to get over the hump of the manufacturing costs and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty much as whoever would want one because I, I feel like Every time I show this to people where I try it on people's pets, they're like, where do I get this? And it's like, you don't, it doesn't exist And how much are you selling yet. them for? Uh, they're going to be about 30 bucks. So. so are you pre-selling them on Kickstarter? Yeah, exactly. So I'm taking orders for them. And then uh -huh. uh, once it comes out, 
in, I think they'll be ready by November or December with all the manufacturing and figuring it all out, like the real final ones that are going to be for packaged. Perfect for Christmas time. Perfect for the holidays, exactly. So look at this one. I'm going to get one great, for Piggy and Chewy. Great stuff. Uh, you know, this is, uh, we turned it on a minute ago. Oh, yeah, here, I'll show you. It's kind of trick because yeah. it's the prototype. So, okay. Because it's the prototype, it has the, the talking voice on it. So this won't be on the final version, but it talks because it's like a Music modified speaker. But, but it's essentially like this. Ah. And then it goes through a couple ah. different uh, sounds. Let people hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Put it by my speaker. Okay. And how long does it go for? Uh, about an hour before it kind of starts over again. Oh, and then it just rotates through. So you can keep yeah. it on indefinitely and it just circles through. Exactly. And then it'll have like, the final one will have like an auto shut off for like two hours or four hours. So you can just set it, set it and turn it on and leave it. Oh, that's amazing. Or leave it all day until you come back so that it's always going. Exactly. That's, you know, 30 bucks. That's a steal. Right? It's a great deal. Does <laughs> that sound like a frog on there? It's because you have to put it on something soft. Oh. Because uh, it'll kind of vibrate stuff because it's got a deep sound to it. Yeah. Because yeah. essentially, when you're relaxing pets, there's five things that you okay. got to keep let in me, mind. Let me hear. Okay. So the five things when you're relaxing pets is um, the things that they respond to the most is the first thing is the frequency that you use. So essentially pets, it's been found with research that the frequency 396 hertz is um, very relaxing for pets. It's something about it, they hear it, they feel it, and it's, it goes with their energy. So 396 hertz according to a couple different studies. Uh, and then also, that's one of the solfeggio frequencies. So if you have your music tuned that way, your pets are probably going to enjoy it. So that's the first step, right? And then, oh, and then with those frequencies too, you want to use more of the low end. So you use frequencies in the lower range as opposed to like higher frequencies because okay. fr higher frequencies are like stimulating. It like uh -huh. wakes them up. So you do a little high frequency here and there just to make sure they don't completely <laughs> zone out. And, uh, but that's the general idea. So you keep it around in that frequency range. And then um, the second part of it, you can't really hear it, but if you felt it, like on the table, there's a um, there's a beat in the music, and the beat is different than a traditional beat. Usually, when you think of a beat, you think of the rhythm of a song, the drums, or the you know the the rhythm of the song. Yeah. Well, the rhythm there's a rhythm, but it's made with a pulse instead of a drum. Yeah. So in that music, in that sound, there's like it's essentially the same rate as like what like a heartbeat would be. So you, you add this like mother's heartbeat kind of a sound to the frequencies. So you have the frequency, you have the heartbeat sound, and then uh, the next thing, as you can hear too, is it's just going. It's like, ah. Uh. Yeah. So animals really like long notes. So the longer the note, the more relaxing it is for the animals. So you just play that couple notes and you just make let them really long. make them long. And, uh, they and, relax. And what a um, what like kind of square footage does the room like? Is it is it for one room? Is this for a whole house? Like how how does it you know if if people had like let's say you know a bigger house or a bigger apartment or something, would you recommend getting a couple if their pets roam free? Just you know to make sure that no matter what room they're in. Yeah, probably like if you wanted to have them in different rooms and stuff, but usually about one room it'll this would work for one room about 15, 20 feet around. Okay, I'd so say. for a room. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. And they pick up on it like far away or. Yeah, so they know. probably want to pull themselves closer to it and stuff. Yeah, they'll come up to it usually, I've found, naturally after a few minutes and chill out. 
but that's awesome what about making these for humans too like i was just thinking I was like, this would be, you know, an amazing device that, you know, I know that people listen to music on their phones and iPads and computers and different things like that, but they're also using it for multiple functions. Right. But, you know, this also really is resonating the vibration. That's what got me. And so, like, I'm like, oh, this would be perfect next to the bedstand or something and, you know, or next to the desk while I'm working on the computer or something like that and vibrate a frequency that's good for humans. What is a frequency good for humans? Uh, frequency good for humans. Well, it depends what you're going for, but that's a great idea to do that. And I actually have a product coming out next that's like that, that plays a frequency that's good for humans. And it actually includes a cool projector nightlight to it. So it has a speaker with an ocean wave projector. Oh, God, sign me up. I okay. need this, I need that, I need a couple of these because I have a bigger place. We'll put them in a couple of different rooms, you know? But uh, to answer your question, 66 hertz is pretty good for humans. That's a... Uh, 66 hertz. 66 hertz. What and about the 528 hertz and stuff like that that you always hear about? Well, 528 is sorry, well, 66 hertz is actually an octave of 528 hertz. So okay. 528 hertz is like a high C, and so if you go down to middle C, low C, couple C's down, you're at 66 hertz, which is also a C. So basically, it's in the same. It's essentially the same. It's just a lower octave of the same note. Okay. And uh, 528 hertz, as you're probably familiar with, is known as the love frequency or the miracle frequency or the DNA repair frequency, some people say. Yeah. I don't know. I've never personally seen any DNA repaired with my own eyes of exactly how it works. But I can tell you <laughs> it's the most relaxing frequency. It's super, very calming. And um, there's actually research that people have done where it uh, grows plants really fast. So basically it's a frequency of growth, essentially, more than anything. So if you take any kind of intention that you have, whatever it is, and you put it with the sound, you are basically magnifying whatever your intention is. So if you want to grow your plants, you play the sound and say, I want to grow these plants. And people make videos, there's videos on YouTube and stuff where there's a control plant and there's a plant that has the frequency on it. And wow. they grow like, you know, you watch it bloom, it's crazy, and like time-lapse stuff. So yeah, so basically, yeah, that's a good frequency. 528, really, that's what I do my sound bath in. Is yeah. 528. So yeah. Do you ever play around with it? What other frequencies are there? Other frequencies that are really good for different intentions that people do. You know, I'm just thinking like, I'm, I'm my mind's going. I'm like, I'm in love with your invention, and I'm in love with the fact that you know, literally, you know, sound vibrations and stuff. It changes the room. And oh, yeah. you know, when when people play different types of music or when they play different types of of frequencies you do notice a shift and for those that haven't played around with it that are listening you know like uh, play around listen to a few YouTube videos you know listen to some of Chris's music you know like and allow yourself to jump in and feel that everything changes you know within moments it, your mind your thought patterns your energy like there's a there's it almost feels like the air feel is different yeah, for sure, absolutely. And depending on what, where you're at with the pitch, it definitely changes very much what the feeling actually, what the actual feeling is. So, yeah, for sure, it's definitely. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. We're zoning out. No, um, I was saying that you know, oh, because my mind went, if you had one for humans, since humans like different kind of 
things like if there's one that helps you stimulate yourself because maybe some people want to be more productive so they want to like have a stimulating beat one people, person wants to like relax maybe there's a creative beat maybe there's a that so I didn't know oh, if there's yeah, yeah, a, there different are. frequencies that you could you could press the button no I want to be creative oh no I want to feel you know yeah absolutely you can do that with um, a good way to do that is you can do that with the individual frequencies but ideally you do that with the uh, pulse like we were talking about with the beat in the music so you change the pulse of the sound to be in these different ranges so our brains are on all different brain waves happening all the time but there's predominant ones that come out when you're doing different tasks so like when we're talking we're in beta you know high beta or whatever and then uh, when you're relaxing you're in alpha wave you know your brains are in alpha and then you go right before you fall asleep you're in theta and then when you're in deep sleep you're in delta so you can actually put these sounds a, a pulse that is basically like a for example an alpha pulse mm -hmm. which would be this like steady pulse to and your when you hear it your brain naturally syncs up to it it's called entrainment so base, so uh, if you have a pulse and you give it a few minutes and you hang out by it <laughs> you will naturally sync up to whatever the pulse is in the music. So, wow. yeah, so that's what's good for like relaxation, like you were saying. But if you make the pulse faster, you can use that to like wake up or yeah, you know, help to be you energized. To energize yourself. You know, yeah, stimulated. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So if you take those sounds and you combine them with the special tunings, like we were talking about with like the solfeggio frequencies or the stars or any of these other things, it just makes it that much more. <laughs> I'm so fascinated by this, especially like the frequencies of tuning into like the sun frequency or like the different stars and like there, there's so much that it just, I'm like, wow, what if you tried this with this and you did that, you know, and, yeah. and I'm just, you know, because I mean, everything is energy and, you know, when, when we get to that, how does energy travel, but in waves, how does sound travel in waves, you know, so we're all in this like, you know, waved energy frequency of like imagine that the whole world that we see in our bodies are like a like ever flowing ocean you know and so if there's something that can grab a hold of it and direct it better and there's nothing better than that than sound really right yeah absolutely uh the future i in my humble opinion for all that stuff for for healing and for all of these things is the combination of sound, color, and consciousness. Oh yeah, color and light too. Yeah, yeah for sure. When, when you feel some of those different, uh, I mean, we have those infrared lights downstairs in the sound uh, in the sound bathroom. Sometimes, have you ever played with turning them on? Uh, yeah, I have actually. They're pretty. Yeah, they're neat. but but it's 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 like momentarily you just feel it and you're like. You know, it like melts you, and then and then you turn it off, and then you're like blinded by the UV light, UV lights, fluorescent <laughs> or the, lights. the LEDs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, colors definitely too have frequencies. Just I mean, everything has a frequency, obviously. But there's co the colors frequency can correspond to the musical pitch frequency, like 528 hertz, like we were talking about, is like a light yellowish green kind of a color oh, when you look at it on the frequency spectrum of color <laughs> so yeah each one each frequency has a color and like you know even the notes they say like go with your chakras like so each note C D E F G corresponds with a certain part of your body essentially and that each part of your body has a color just like you see on the chakra charts you know very cool because even you know uh for those that don't know, the heart chakra is often depicted as green, right? You know, and yeah. so the green and the 528, I mean, it all lines up. It's so interesting that it's all 
Exactly. Know? So that's why when we when I go back to the original thing we were talking about, you say, how did you get into all this? And when we were making our, my band was making our album, and my bandmate was saying, it doesn't feel right, I don't like it, how this sounds, it's because the intention of the music we were trying to get across didn't match up with the sounds and the feeling. So basically, when you switch to this different tuning, like 528, it aligns you, like you said, like with your heart or, you know, things like that. Whereas before, the music was tuned a little more close yeah. to the throat chakra, which wasn't making sense for our music, so. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, but just a little tiny adjustment. And when I was would research this initially, I, I read all the message boards I could find. I tried to, I just read everything I could find that everybody said. And there would be musicians and people that say like, oh, changing the tuning doesn't matter. You don't, you know, don't waste your time. Like there's no real difference. Nobody can tell the difference. And it's like, yeah, maybe nobody could tell the difference between a very slight change if you ask them to say which one is which, but it's the feeling that comes across, like basically your subconscious picks up on it, just like how the dogs pick up on the, the sound. Yeah. It's like you feel it. It's a feeling. It's not something that you can say, oh yeah, that's uh, two hertz off from the original tuning, you know, but, but yeah, it's definitely, it can be felt, and that's what we're going for is the feeling, I guess, more than anything. That's, uh... And I, I know that you do you do a lot of different sound baths and things like that. I mean, will you do some here? Um, do you do sound baths other places as well around town? Uh, I've been asked to do a sound bath at the Ethereum Society. I might okay. go over there. Okay, <laughs> but cool. no, not really. I do it for friends and stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really branched out much. I'm gonna maybe look into that. I do other kinds of music and other things. So I have a lot of projects going on. Yeah. All the time, look, so. But, but I mean, at least I mean, for those that are, if you're ever in town or you're listening from uh, in town or out of town, if you come and visit, uh, the first Thursday of every month is yours, right? Right, right. You know, so um, I still have not sat in it yet, though. I need to. I need to now more than ever. I'm peaked, you know. Okay, like, yeah, sure. You should come by. I'll get. You, I'll put you on the list. All right. Yeah, I gotta try it out. But tell me a little bit more about. Um, you know, some of your projects or, or the other, like where you see your direction of taking this new sound movement, because I really think that you're, you're spearheading a sound movement, especially like tapping into people with pets and, and that, because people oftentimes will do more or more crazy things that are like maybe not as normal to support their pets and be like, oh yeah, let me try this for, you know, Fluffy or right, you know, right, yeah, so, for sure. but it's going to get their consciousness shifted and they're going to start to think about sound, think about frequencies in a different way. Exactly. You can't just leave CNN on for the dog and expect it to just be a perfectly calm little guy, you know, like, yeah. um, I agree. But the future of it, like you were saying, um, the next step and what I've already started doing was when I started doing the pet relaxation world of things, I started taking the pet relaxer around and trying it on the pets. I thought, well, what's the most dogs or cats I can do this at once? Like, I want to get, I want like 50 dogs, you know, I want to see if I can get them all to relax. And, um, and then I remembered one of the things that I did when I was going around was I went to some animal shelters. Oh. And then I thought, oh, you know what? Those are the worst places for you know, the how the overall vibe, I guess, if you've ever been in any, at least the big city shelters. Yeah. I mean, bless the people that work there. They're the all great. I am totally support what everybody does there. Um, I want to donate sound systems to help the pets or the dogs and cats be able to relax while they're in there because you'll notice if you go into a lot of those places, yeah. 
the dogs are just going crazy. They're barking the whole time. It's like a very high stress, they call it a kennel stress. So, cause you know, it's stressful for the, a dog to be in a confined area for most of the day. I mean, I'm sure they take them on a walk or something, but you know, they're just in a cage by themselves with all these other dogs and you know, they, it's a lot of different. Yeah, def different scents. They don't know where they are. They don't know where their family is. They're, you know. Yeah, exactly. They're not getting any like actual, uh, like affection. Like dogs want to be like, they want to sit in your lap and they want to lick your face and they want to play and they want to do all this stuff. And they're essentially not really getting any of that. And a lot of them come from backgrounds where they were like either abused or they've been gone, gone through a lot of real troubled stuff so you add that on top of everything in some of these places and it's just like it's like begging for it that for these kinds of things for this kind of for sound I guess at least to come yeah. in and I know a lot of the places they play sound they do they do play sounds at, at uh, a lot of the more humane places they'll play classical music and things like that for the animals but um, yeah no one morning I got up like Sunday morning I was like I'm going down I won't say the name of the shelter but it was like one of the biggest ones in the city where they have like 240 something dogs and it's just crazy and I just packed up some speakers and I was like I'm gonna go down there I'm gonna try to get the whole place to calm down and like I didn't have any permission or anything I just got up and I'm like I'm going and I called my friend I was like we're going and uh, we're gonna just see what happens so we got it on video too I'll send you the video but oh, I would love to see we can link it too uh, on okay. the bottom here so people can see especially I want everybody to buy one of these I mean literally they work <laughs> oh yeah they're all common look at these guys look at them <laughs> yeah <laughs> the camera the can't see it but okay. the, the my two little fluffy ones are like passed out calm as can be yeah 10 uh, minutes ago they were going nuts yeah so t tell me oh. a little bit about um, what happened so we went down there I just brought a brought a bag with a couple speakers that were like you know this big they weren't like giant speakers or anything I didn't have any like permission from anyone I didn't call ahead but I went into the main office and I said hi I'm the music therapist I have an appointment with the dogs uh, for about 15 minutes and I'm just gonna play some sounds for them and they were like yeah sure like they were cool with it and stuff <laughs> they didn't even question you <laughs> not well one guy was like who are you with and I'm like I'm doing the sound thing for the dogs and they were like yeah cool whatever because I didn't I was like I'll be fast just 15 minutes so they let me in so I did it I mean they let you in anyway you can walk in it's public but I I told them ahead of time what I was doing so yeah um, so yeah so I just went in I kind of looked around and um, I set up in the corner and uh, we just kind of videotaped and see what happened and within literally a minute like all the dogs that were barking like they're going, and they don't just bark, they're jumping up and down. It's like yeah. in their pit bulls, these giant dogs and stuff, and they're going crazy. They all, all the ones that were closest to the speaker in our general area, basically all kind of stopped, they sat down, and they ended up kind of doing what your dogs are doing right now, where they're just like, ah, you know, it's like they feel like, it's like, it sends like this message to them, these frequencies, these sounds, it just tells them like, everything's okay, you can relax, like you can see it. You can literally watch it happen before your eyes. So I got most of the place to calm down. It's a big place, the place I was at, it's like 250 dogs. There's a few in the back that I couldn't quite reach because there's no way the sound yeah. could get back there. But after that happened, I was like, I want to make these systems and donate them to these shelters and stuff. I don't expect any shelters to be able to pay money and they're all like under budget or don't have enough money as it is or whatever. But yeah, if I could get people to help me to donate to make these systems, they're super simple. Uh, to create it. and my friend that's helping me make these pet relaxers 
is um, can actually help me make these sound systems too. So basically you just have a couple speakers and you just push a button and turn it on and it, it would do the same thing. So yeah. you just relax the dogs during the day and give them a nice relaxing sound so they can just chill out and not at least feel s the stress of all day, of all barking, of nonstop chaos, <laughs> you know, so. Well, anything we can do to support. We'll definitely, you know, I think that that it's a great cause. Is that on, on your Kickstarter as well, about building the uh, sound systems for the kennels? Yeah, a little bit. I put it, Kickstarter's kind of like for, you know, check out this new invention that you might want and stuff. So I put that a little bit in the Kickstarter, but I put it mostly more in like an update that you can do on the page. So people can check it out. And then if they read more about it, they can see like, this is where it's kind of going. Because I feel like, I want to help people in their own homes and bring these kind of frequencies and sounds into people's their own everyday lives, but also take it to where it's needed the most, really, which is like yeah. these kind of places like that, which really need it. And there's so many animal shelters and rescues and stuff where it would really just change the whole environment with just such a simple. Well, and then it has a ripple effect when people come in and they see the dogs a little bit more calm and the ability for those maybe more emotionally troubled dogs to get adopted exponentially increases because people see that they are calm, that they were just under stress, and that they can be good dogs, you know? Absolutely, like a thousand percent. That's the whole idea is, would be to get the animals adopted and into good homes. And it's if they're stressed out and they're barking, and, you know, people come in and they're looking at the, trying to decide who to take home. It's like you can, the dogs can't help it; they're stressed out just yeah. because of the situation. So it's not fair to them. And there's probably dogs that have been in there for like a long time just for that reason because they don't they're not calm. But yeah, if we can get them calmed down, I know they'll be healthier, they'll be happier, they'll be more relaxed overall, and yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. And it'll affect a lot of things like you were saying too, because not only do these frequencies are calming, calming, calm the animals down too, they also change the structure of water. So if you've done the research or seen the stuff about Dr. Emoto and the water mm -hmm. crystals and your intention and all that stuff too, basically the sounds that are in the pet relaxer are also in the same uh, matrix of sounds as uh, fresh, pure spring water, the frequency of spring yeah. water. So basically spring water is like 44 hertz, 66 hertz, and 88 hertz is considered to be like healthy spring water. So if you put those sounds into water, if you looked at it under a microscope, it would change the structure changes. It's the same idea. So not only will they be relaxed, their water will be structured and everything around them. It just creates a peaceful environment overall. I so, love that. And so. it, it's, it feel, I feel it, so it's doing something to me and yeah. my water molecules in my body, <laughs> that's for sure. I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hard not to, it's hard not to relax. Yeah. So, so uh, what's your Kickstarter campaign called? It's called the Mau Mau Pet Relaxer. Mau Mau Pet Relaxer. We're going to put a link in there. And Chris, where can they find your music? Where can they find more stuff about you? Of course, first Thursday of the month here at Liberate at 8 o'clock. But what, where else can they find you? Uh, if you look up Star God Sound Healing, that's the sound healing music I do online. And um, I have a band. We're called Magic Wands if you're interested in more like pop rock music. And uh, if, you, if you're interested in the Pet Relaxer stuff, you go to PetRelaxer.com, and that'll take you right to my Kickstarter. Okay. So, yeah. Awesome. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank so you. that's, uh, yeah, that's what's so going much. on. Thank you so much.
Thank you for having I'm me. I'm telling you guys, $30. Donate to his Kickstarter and get one of these. It's a steal. It is. There's nothing else like it. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram at Liberate Hollywood, all one word, or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself. <laughs>